All right, here we go. Ready? Okay. You sure you're ready, Hassan? Uh, let me just text my mom real quick. Are you recording? Yeah, I think we should be recording while he's texting his mother. Hey. Let me know when you're ready. And good. Welcome to Yippie Kaye Mother Podcast, a multi generational discussion of movies. Welcome to the party, pal. I'm Ralph Quartucci. I'm Sean Paul Murphy. And I'm Al. I'm Hassan. And we have a continuing guest on our podcast, Mr. Hi, nice. I'm John Quartucci, Ralph's little brother. And our special guest today is Darcy Wilkins who is, we've allowed, we've asked her to bring a movie hello. that she, you want to wave? Say hello. I was trying to, but the, the background made yeah. me little your bit hand, over the hand. Your hands disappear. Are those webbed, webbed fingers? fingers? <laughs> <laughs> so Darcy has brought a movie. What year was this made? Did it come out? 1991 or 95? Uh, 95. 95. 95. Yeah. 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 Darcy, why don't you tell us what the movie is and uh, tell us why you brought it to Yippie Kai Mother Podcast. Okay. So Waterworld came out in 1995. So I was six years old and my mom loved Kevin Costner. It is a crazy apocalyptic journey um, akin to Mad Max, but just in the water. And it's about a time where the polar ice caps have completely melted and covered what the characters think is the entirety of the earth. Um, so that there's no more dry land. And it's been so long. It's been several hundred years. So uh, dry land is a myth. No one knows if it exists or not. People think that maybe it floats around. Um, and our main character is like a mutant merman type of thing. And I don't think it gets much better than that. Merman, merman, merman. Sorry. Well, okay. So ninety-five, Kevin. Co I understand the love of Kevin Costner. I have a mm -hmm. huge man crush on Kevin Costner. Always have. Right. Shift a little bit now towards Brad Pitt, but I, I'll put them both in there. They're both good. So, so good movie. Maybe, maybe not. Debatable. We'll debatable. Well, that's what we're here to do. We're here to debate that. Right. So, now, is it your opinion on the film? Your no, I'm going to be thought? last. Sean, we start with you. Now, we'll just give us a little synopsis of your opinion of this movie, and then we'll circle it, and then we'll all do a group discussion. Okay, well, um, I liked it better this time. You know, I didn't think it was horrible when I first saw it. You know, it, it was trashed in the press. We'll be reading Ebert's review of it. But, I mean, people were really reviewing the budget more than the film itself back in the day. And, um, you know, it, 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 it definitely, definitely had, it definitely had its moments. My wife watched it with me. She saw it for the first time. She thought it was very interesting at first, then really hated the Kevin Costner character, um, especially throwing the girl off the ship and things like that. Very unlikable, but then she loved the movie in the end. And she was uninfluenced by all the press around the movie when it was first released. So so I'm I'm just going to say I'm a little warmer than I was to it when it initially came out. Saw it in the theaters, of course. You mentioned the budget. This was second to, well, actually, Titanic finally beat it. This was yeah. the highest. Okay. $200 million for a film that starts with the hero drinking his own urine. Yeah. <laughs> Good shot. I tell okay, you what, Al. I, can Sorry. I just say one thing? Sure. That Titanic started. We got a time limit. Time limit. Yeah, with Leo DiCaprio drinking his own urine, I don't think it would be as successful as it was. 
It was hard. It was disagree on that, but yeah, well, Bear Bill, you would. Bear started his whole career off of drinking his own pee yeah. and squeezing well, elephant dung into his mouth. Yeah, we'll tie we'll tie that National Geographic in later. There's a little scene <laughs> in the movie that's very famous. Okay, Al, your turn. Uh, yeah, so I saw this initially when it came out in 1995. Um, I, I think I remember it being okay. Uh, I think when, you know, reviewing it now, watching it now, uh, it's just kind of like, eh, it's okay uh, for what it is. Um, I think I have more of a fondness for it back then because I saw it at the drive-in, which would have been one of the probably last few movies I saw like big blockbuster movies I saw at the drive-in. Um, for me, I, I think they should have probably got George Miller to direct this, but he was probably doing, <laughs> he was too busy doing Babe at the time. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, uh, as far as like Costner goes, I don't really see him as an action hero. I, I more identify him as like a dramatic actor, like Build of Dreams. Okay. But uh, I would say my favorite part is probably Dennis Hopp, Hopper and his uh, performance yes. as the deacon explains the picture. It does. And why we can't and why we can't see your face, Al? And, and well, I enjoy, my, my favorite scene looking. is the, uh, the the eye scene, the comedic oh, yeah. uh, eye scene. Yeah. yeah, that was a good one. Who's next? Okay, is it Hassan? Hassan? I uh, this was my first time seeing this, uh, and I can't believe people didn't like it. Like uh, I thought it was really good. Uh, very like Hercules type character. I also don't see like Kevin Costner as much of like an action star, but um, I guess in the water he does pretty well, you know. <laughs> uh, I thought it was great. I like the story. I love the whole post-apocalyptic Mad Max underwater thing. Uh, I haven't seen Mad Max either, so it's like I don't know. It was like a fresh. <laughs> yeah, it was really fresh for you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, He's going to be sick. that first cast, which was great for a 1995 film, uh, and um, well, I thought the story was pretty good. So, in other words, Hassan, you're going to see Mad Max and say, "Man, this is just a ripoff of water. <laughs> <laughs> it's water. What is it? Just a desert. dry land water world." Yeah. <laughs> It wasn't very diverse. There was only one mutant in the show. Yeah. <laughs> John? You're I, right. I, I, love this, I love this movie. I love this movie. I loved it when I saw it in 95. I remember when I went to it, uh, to Seth's point, all they talked about was the budget. It was, uh, it was uh, uh, Kevin's Gate and yeah. Fish Tar, they called it back then. Right. Yeah. So I said, okay, well, I'm going to go see it because the, the trailer, you know, the polar ice caps have melted. I love that trailer. And then when I went to the movie, I said, you know what? You, you can see where the money went and all the action scenes. You can see it on the screen. And I thought Kevin Costner, although I didn't, I didn't like his choice of being a jerk for 75% of the movie. And I don't mean like, uh, he, like Mad Max was. I mean, he was a jerk. Yeah, he I mean, was didn't a like jerk. him at all. So when the it's change came, it was a little too abrupt for me. But Hassan talked about him as an action star. He did... Uh, a huge amount of the stunts in that movie. And you see him, you know, on the top of the mast there, uh, uh, going with a hook across the ship at the end. I thought he was, it was great. And I, I always gauge a summer movie like this. When it comes on, will I watch it when it comes on cable? And this is a movie when it comes on, I watch it because the action pieces 
forget, and it's not perfect, believe me, there's issues with it, but for an action movie, it's a popcorn summer movie. I loved it. Loved it. Well, well, okay, first we're going to go to the, uh, no, Ralph. Well, me, my turn. <laughs> all right. Uh-oh. First of all, <laughs> Kevin Costner is an action hero. You forget Robin Hood. You forget Untouchables. You forget- Robin Hood? You're okay. really bringing Robin Hood in? Robin Hood I'm just saying, action movie? not his accent. Yeah. His accent was terrible, but this guy has been around a while. He's, uh, you ever see uh, his first uh, Fandango? Did you ever see Fandango? Which was also written by Kevin Reynolds, who directed this movie. Is that true? He, yes. he wrote that? That must be yeah, true if he said it. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Let me just That's quickly where they say met, this. I guess. Darcy said it's akin to Mad Max. Okay. I don't know if there's a ripoff or an homage to The Road Warrior because it's dead on Road Warrior, right down to characters looking exactly the same as Road Warrior. Okay? A couple of things. Everybody's wearing steampunk gizmos. You know, uh, the, the, the bad guys, guys are all dressed up all crazy. The hero comes into a place, anti-hero, he ends up saving everybody. The main guy, there's a guy that's in the, uh, what's the atoll? It's called the atoll, right? The security guy that's part of the atoll. Mm -hmm. There's a security guy that meets him at the beginning. He kind of looks like the the security guy from uh, the Road Warrior. There's a Road Warrior guy, okay? And who saves him in Road Warrior? A guy with a whirly bird. I was just going to say that. The helicopter. Michael Jeter flying the helicopter, okay? Now we got a balloon. Listen, right down to... The feral kid, you know, the feral kid in World Warrior? Okay, with the crazy hair? Well, Costner cuts this girl's hair in the middle. She looks just like the feral kid. So this is a direct (laughs) either ripoff or homage. They even said, I read that on IMDb. Someone said, make a movie like Road Warrior, and that's what they did. It's a direct copy. Well, you know, the funny thing is when I first saw the film, I'm sorry to get into discussion, but I did not see the – I did not – look at it as road warrior but watching it this time all i could see was road warrior right watching it on that tv this is the first time i've watched it since it came right out. down to the whirly bird guy saving i mean by the way yeah. spoilers we know that spoiler alert right down to the whirly bird guy saving him at the end okay? it was a balloon it wasn't a whirly bird yeah okay. which which movie are we spoiling this one or road warrior <laughs> well it doesn't matter it's the same thing yeah. except it's in, in the road warrior it was dirt right it was dirt inside the big tanker not oil yeah. And in this one, it was water and then oil. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I mean, but, it's like if Al Gore made Road Warrior. But this, <laughs> Kevin it's Costner. Not, that's why well, we um, listen, they beat us over the head with the uh, Exxon Valdez. Right down, I have a picture of the. That's the, my favorite part. The, Literally, that's my the favorite The captain. Part. <laughs> the What's captain's this? side. Joe Hazelwood. Robert Hazelwood. Bill He's the guy that grounded the oil spill. Right. <laughs> and, that, and, uh, didn't, that didn't make it seem dated, did it? Oh, and that Dennis was Hopper like, that really right next to me. I mean, Joe. That took me out of it. Listen, he, honestly, yeah. Kevin, who's, who's the actor? I, I blank on this guy's name. I'm sorry. Who did um, uh, Steven Seagal, okay? Yeah. Steven Seagal's movies towards the end. You got Steven Seagal? All, well, I'm on saying Seagal's movies at the end. Yes. We're all about messages. I think, I don't know who started this, whether it was Kevin Reynolds or Costner with the whole Exxon Valdez thing, but they try to slam it and hit you over the head. Anyway, I'll hold off on yay or nay on this, but, you know, my love of Kevin Costner 
kept me interested in the movie, but he wasn't. Well, kind of say what, I mean, you didn't even give a hint whether you liked it or not. You just said it was a ripoff. I'm, of the I'm not going to say. I'm gonna so say. you're kind of semi on Kevin Costner in this one, if you know what I I'm mean. I'm saying he played a huge <laughs> dick in this movie. A he semi dick? What did he do? What did he but do I that made it? He right threw the girl in the water. <laughs> no, <laughs> nothing too much. Sold the girl for wait, a wait, piece of paper. I want to say one other thing. Sean, what is my biggest complaint about most movies? Sex trafficking. <laughs> second biggest <laughs> second biggest complaint is well, too, much back, too much backstory. Too much backstory, right? Yeah. I hate too much backstory. I don't need all that. Guess what this had? No backstory. Well, with Kevin Costner's character, zero backstory. There's right. one mutant in the world. I don't know how the guy developed. Well, Kevin. that's not true because you got to see the mutant. Okay, the extended okay, cut. but that's not fair. Okay, because that's not what cut. that's not what came out. No that's one not wants what I to watched. see the extended cut, John. You what? Okay. No, no one wants to see the extended cut. Yeah, it's already long there, enough. Better. There was a there was a huge TV extended cut, which explained yeah. the Three religion, hours. Dennis Hopper's religion, or whatever. What's this guy? What's this? The, 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 deacon. the, deacon. the deacon's religion. The backstory about the mutants. Is he the uh, only? Nobody mutant? needs that. He's not. Well. In this particular case, I needed a little more backstory, and I yeah. didn't get it. Anyway, I'm not going to say yay or nay. Now we'll now we'll do the general discussion. So yeah, no, no, what no, about no, Darcy? No, no, from Darcy? I was no, no, just John. I was just introducing. I want to know why you felt this appropriate to bring this to our wonderful podcast. Okay. Other than um, you were six years old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Waterworld's always like I don't know. As a kid, I didn't really watch like cartoons that much I watched like these kind of movies like probably because that's what my mom wanted to watch but especially this one like both my parents are coastal scientists they're they've always been talking to me about climate change and coastal erosion and stuff since I could understand it and also my mom I was born in 89 and my mom left me as a newborn to go clean up the Exxon Valdez Oh, no. <laughs> wow. Oh, now I feel terrible. Now we got a connection here. Is your yeah. name Hazelwood? <laughs> no, but should be. Wow. Um, and so, yeah, so I don't know. All those kind of connections, like I, the Exxon Valdez, them worshiping the Exxon Valdez captain is hilarious and great to me. And the fact that this movie is like so ahead of its time in the global warming sphere, I really appreciate plus kevin costner also tina um majori uh, majori yeah yeah majorina yeah she was an andre before this and i loved andre so like see you know the movie about the little girl who meets a like seal that escapes <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Napoleon dynamite <laughs> yeah 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 napoleon dynamite too um, yeah, so it's just super nostalgic for me, but I also just think, you know, watching it again this time, like, it's so entertaining. I mean, I, it's, it's the same thing you said, John, like, anytime it comes on, I'm going to watch it because yeah. visually it's great and all the stunts, like, I love the underwater jet skis that are, oh, like, yeah. they have snorkels on and then yeah. they all launch out. Like, I just think it's also great, uh, like, just visually. And two, like, I think he, I think that Kevin Costner, the Mariner, had to be an asshole. Like, I, you know, I'm a super feminist. And I, even, like, me seeing him throw the girl overboard and, like, chop their hair off, I was like, yeah, that's what his character would do. Because he's been alone for so long. He 
ha- can't trust humans because obviously they try to kill him. Uh, so yeah, he would be salty and crusty and rude. And salty? Learn. You're calling yeah. him salty? He just, he just misunderstood. He's a misunderstood, yeah. troubled soul. He hit her over the he head with an oar. Yeah, because yeah, it doesn't get he it. Trying to shoot him. Woman. <laughs> he was trying to shoot him. Salty. He okay. sold her to the creepy guy. He was gonna. He, he oh, that guy was salty. Out of it. Him coats. Hey, paper, paper, paper. Paper. The paper okay. thing was a problem because just in so many ways, like with the cigarettes, first of all, like and after hundreds of years, they would have run out of the cigarettes that they had. So how are they making cigarettes? Also, they say in that scene, he's like, I have two sheets of paper in here. And when Kevin Costner actually pulls the paper out, it's like 12 sheets <laughs> of paper. And, you know, the National Geographic that they had and all that stuff. I mean, I'm not saying there's not problems. Shout out to Nat Geo. Hang on. Keep talking. I'll show you a little something. Um, Yeah. I'm not saying there's not problems, but I just think it's visually great and, like, kind of the message is ahead of its time, even if it's very preachy. Like, I don't know. And, like, the reveal of Dryland being underwater. Like, you can see where humans would you know, after a certain number of years, think that land, because a lot of ancient humans did think that land floated. Whoa. And, oh. Oh, you got the now. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Yeah. There you go. Paradise lost. There it is. Look at that. You need six years old. Who knew you'd be working there? And there it is in the movie. <laughs> wow. It was a prophecy. What yeah. I have I have a National Geographic tattoo on my back, actually. They don't know where it came from. <laughs> How'd that happen? Is it the cover of that magazine? As a baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's that cover. Yeah. That's the, we'll talk about that in a second. That, that crew would have had that woman's back. Now, Al, help me with this one, right? A little bit of martyrs, right? They would have yeah. dragged that girl back oh, yeah. there. They would have cut that map off her back and strung it up. And They would have tanned it. They yeah. would have tanned it. There's no way they yeah. would have been giving her crayons and let her play and all that stuff. No way. But anyway, they wouldn't have been thing. able to find it. They, their only right, was well, the map and right. the girl. Well, just, they didn't need the girl. I, they just needed the map. Wait a minute. Before we oh, go any further. She had visions. I had a vision from the god of cinema. Mm-hmm. That god being Roger Ebert. Oh, I'm sorry. Can we just, I want to, I want to say something about this before you start. There's a podcast, famous podcast called The Rewatchables with Bill Simmons, the sports mm-hmm. guy. He's now doing the same thing we're doing with the Roger Ebert. But we did it two years ago. Okay. Two years ago, we did this. Did you guys copyright it? We did not do copyright. Okay. I don't need to. I've been trying to get my body like Roger Ebert. I'm really into (laughs) You're almost there. Uh, Let's let's read what Mr. Ebert had to say or just give us a little synopsis. Okay. Well, I will say that he gave it two and a half stars. So I'm going to read not the first pair out of four. And I'm, not, I'm going to read the first two paragraphs, and here they are. So here at last, Waterworld, two years and $20 million in the making. In, old, in the old days in Hollywood, they used to brag about how much a movie cost. Now they apologize. There's been so much publicity about the movie's budget that a review of the story seems beside the point. I should just print the spreadsheets. The cost controversy aside, Waterworld is a decent futuristic action picture with some great sets, some intriguing ideas, and a few images that stayed with me. It could have been more. It could have been better. It could have made me care about the characters, 
It's one of those marginal pictures you're not unhappy to have seen, but can't quite recommend. That is it. what the great man says. I do and think he, that's he a pretty fair nail. review. Yeah, he nailed it. I mean, that's that's a good review. I, I didn't say he nailed it. I said it was pretty fair. Oh, I think I he said nailed he nailed it. it. Yeah, yeah, I know you did. You know, but. one of my problems with the movie is I thought the best action sequence is when they attack the atoll. Mm-hmm. And that's so early in the film. I don't think anything that came afterwards lead, lives up to that moment. You know, that was a great sequence. It was the most Mad Max of the Mad Max moments. I did like the water skis underwater. That was really cool. Mm-hmm. But, and, you know, they tried for the whole sense of wonder when they go and see the city under the water. But to me, that one action sequence was so much more exciting than the attack on the... Um, on the Valdez? On the Valdez at the end. Although that scene at the end when we went after the plane, that was pretty cool. With that yeah. music pumping in. Yeah. But the... Yeah, the, the music. The, okay. There was a couple of... There's a couple of music choices. Like there's a choice where they go, where they, we first see the uh, Deacon's car the first time. Oh yeah. yeah. Or the yeah. guys around. Peter Gunn theme. Yeah. Right. Peter Gunn. Yeah. I mean, they just drop that in, in the middle of this dun, dun, thing. Yeah. Right. What is the Peter Gunn theme? Do it. What is it? It's from, I know. Yeah. That was perfect for that. Yeah. Perfect for that. I don't know. Perfect for that. What about the rest of the score? I, I I think the rest of the score was pretty bland. Like it it matches the movie because it's just this like bland adventure music that they stole from like a million other movies. It sounded like sub John Stewart. I mean, it's not Wasn't Stewart. It John it's, Newton Howard. Yeah, it's, it's, it was like sub um, John Williams. It was sort of yeah, it was John Newton Howard. It was usually yeah, like, pretty reliable. It, it's like the the, uh, the theme song. I thought it was really nice. Is there a theme song to Waterworld? Yeah, yeah. swimming. When he, when he, the action on the Timurin is when they play the the, oh. uh, the the John Williams stuff. Well, that was my – you talk about action stuff. I loved all the stuff on the yeah, Catamaran or whatever his boat. Timurin. All the stuff where he's mm-hmm. swinging on the ropes and yeah. Yeah. cranking that stuff. I thought that was pretty yeah. good. And Costner's, you know, he's a pretty physical guy. Yeah. Um, I know. That's why cool. some people like him. I love him. Yeah. Uh, naturalistic. My favorite line in the whole thing is when he's stuck in that cage in the water, uh, with the quicksand or whatever that is, mm-hmm. the green stuff. Yeah. The Genie Triple Horn comes over and says, I'll get you out of there if you, and she goes to, and he goes, and it's the only line was, uh, sure. Sure. Right. <laughs> and, right. And sure. He's, he's very naturalistic, that guy. But he was a bit yeah. of a dick in this movie. I mean, he was. He got to be. He yeah. felt he felt alone his whole life. He can't trust anybody. Like everyone who's ever found out about his gills or his love feet has tried to kill him, probably. Like, is he the only one with gills? I need some backstory here, Dorsey. Is he the only give me some backstory? Write some backstory. But he's like the he's like uh Clint Eastwood, the man with no name. Like, why does he need backstory? That's his character. Well, because yeah. Clint Eastwood was a man, not a fish, with gills behind his ears, and he could swim underwater and breathe underwater. I need to know a little. You don't more. need to know why them. he got that way. They prefer a muto. Muto. That's my that's point. What they call backstory him. with you, Ralph, isn't it? They call no. You know, it's the that's the, they. They call Clint Eastwood the man with no name. But I just watched for a few dollars more again, like last week, and he had a name. I forgot what his name was. They called him by a name. <laughs> So it's like, yeah, but how could he be right, a man with no name? When he he's doesn't not, have like a half hour backstory, though, to yeah, explain no. how he became who he was. 
Yeah, it was all it, they they do, but it was all on the show Rawhide. You know where he where he came to Rose. Now, John's favorite Rowdy Yates. So uh, at the but end, wait a minute, let's the- go one step further. Remember Clint Eastwood's first big role was in Revenge of the Creature, about the creature from the Black Lagoon, about an amphibian man with gills. And he was the man, he was the gill guy? No, he was like a, no, he was like no, a third tier scientist. John, what at were you going to say? At the end of the director's cut, or the three hour version, she gives him a name, Ulysses. And oh, got, it's, it's, yeah. And so at the end of the, the theatrical version, he leaves because they said he was getting sand sickness. It just felt too awkward to be on the beach. Yeah, but in the sense. director's cut, he was leaving to find other mutants, mm. to find yeah, other weird. people like him. That's when she gave him the name Ulysses because he's going on this quest. Thank God oh, nobody okay. saw the director's cut. Just yeah. where, where I just think you, it explains a little bit more because it was weird why yes. he just left. Where so did you see the director's cut, John? Uh, it, was on, it was a three-hour version on TV. Oh, that's oh, I didn't think it was weird how he left. Uh, he, they were trying to find the land because they were like, why we're not meant to be a sea. He has mm-hmm. gills. He's not meant to be on land. Right. I mean, like, exactly. you know, yeah. yeah right, but it was, it guy. was a more noble reason why he was leaving. He was trying to find others like himself. Is that noble? Yeah, I think so. Or is it in the extended cut? But he also talking- said he didn't, he never cared about dry land. He said that throughout the movie. Yeah, That's right. not what he cared Exactly. Yeah. I was like, he also, just like wanted to be at sea. Yeah. Yes. Enola is alone backwards. That's right. I don't really know exactly what they were trying to say with that. Well, her parents what do, were, what killed. Do you guys think? Her parents were killed. She was left on her own. That's, that's okay. all. I thought it was By the way, land. the Enola gay, personally. I thought maybe no. we nuked the world that made the uh, polar ice caps melt. I thought the Enola was that. That's a good observation about Alone Back. By the way, my favorite scene was the Universal logo yeah. and the globe, and then yeah. the, you see the water. That was nice. Yeah. I need a little backstory from you guys. Well, well wait a second. I will say one thing. I didn't. I would have bought the whole ice cap melting and everything and covering the world if Morgan Freeman had done the um, narration. No, but that would. Did you notice the narration was that guy that did all the movie trailers? It was like Don yeah. LaFontaine, right? Yeah, yeah he yeah. did the trailer too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so here's my little question about the backstory. Any backstory? Mm-hmm. Did all mm-hmm. the people? So he comes to that atoll. Were those people? How long has the world been covered by water? Do they have? They any said hundreds they, of years. They said hundreds of years. Okay, so. so generations. So they were generations. They never saw dry land. Those people. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So definitely not long enough for evolution to actually have right. created. That was his backstory. It was just evolution that turned him but, into a fish. But it would be, I think it would be fine to say that he was just a, a mutation because that happens sporadically. So it's not, I don't Case think that he has like a people, but he is a mutation. Yeah, I understand. So he can, so, so, okay. Second question, backstory. The giant thing that he caught that he made himself bait he was bait he was fishing the the megalodon yeah what are those are those in the ocean all the time yeah they're near the bottom and if you blow a hole in through this like shield that protects the dinosaur species (laughs) right that's yeah that's that's what i'm asking so that was fine this one monster i mean john you're shaking your head well i because i i read the book too oh there's a book yeah and in the book 
he, he, that's how he eats. That's how it, he catches. Is, is this a novelization of the film or yeah. like this is a pre-existing? No, no. Novelization. But they flesh everything out. Mm. So that one scene. No pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> that one scene happens more than once. That's why he knew how well, to Well, that's it. when he does the little spark on the battery. So he's blowing up. That's how he, he blows him up. He goes, he gets inside him and he blows himself up. Or no, something. he's got the harpoon. With the uh, what, the harpoons on either side, he gets swallowed up. Oh, so they the harpoons they go right through. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Can I? Can I? Can I obviously done it before. Hmm? It's not like it was his first time fishing, you know. No, I. Yeah. We know bear. that now. We know that now. But that's the only time we saw a giant monster in the water. Well, he said they don't. Yeah, but I, they don't come out. What was that? Day. Is that what he said? He said at one point, uh, "There's sleep. There's sleep. Like, they're sleeping now." <laughs> uh, I was wondering when they were swimming. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, here's, I got my go question. Ahead, what do people think of Jeannie Treplehorn? Oh, was she good? Uh, I thought I she thought was as good as Costner. <laughs> I think. What'd you What'd you say, Al? She that She was, was a, as good as Costner in this film. I think she She did a serviceable job. Yeah, she was good. Yeah, she I was given. She was, I, I, she was good. You know, here's what's the funny you, thing about why her. Why are you asking? Well, because this is, in a sense, the pinnacle of her career. Because I first saw her in 1992's Basic Instinct, where she was like the second female lead, the obsessed mm-hmm. um, psychiatrist. Then she was in The Firm in 93. She was in Reality Bites, 94. These are all big films. Then she takes, you know, then she does Waterworld. And then after that, it's like her career like goes, she's still working. I'm, I don't mean to be insulting, but it's like, you know, she's in time code and mickey blue eyes and you know i mean it's like it's like this film sort of knocked her career she was like a leading actress i think this might have been the last film the last big film where she was a lead actress so you know it's like she's i seem to remember her so much from the 90s and i'm looking at her career trajectory you know trajectory and this film seemed to like destroy it and you know, I mean, but, I think people just had too big of expectations. Like everyone's expectations were so overblown because of the budget. And like me being six years old when it came out, I had no idea what the budget was. And like people watching it now, like a lot of people who watch it now for the first time are like, it's great. I don't know why, people, but like it got so dragged just because they spent so much money and there were so many problems on set and stuff. I mean, I think people argue too that like, this is the end of Kevin Costner's career, and it wasn't. But like, no, that took the Postman that came out. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> that's that, uh, that was a bad movie. <laughs> Same movie with dirt, right? Ugh. Same movie. With that dirt. was a bad movie. Well, um, how, how much do you think Kevin Reynolds actually directed this movie, or is his name just on there so he, no, Costner he, doesn't get directed? Everything I well, read on it, he directed a lot of it. The problem they had. For, uh, I, so I read that Kevin Costner, when it was finally done could edit it for one day, him and somebody else. I don't remember who it was. Well, that one day turned into a week. And that's what ultimately caused the rift. I mean, there was a lot of things throughout the production, but that was the final story. That's when he said that line, Costner should only direct his own, uh, he should always direct his movies so he gets to work with his favorite actor and favorite director himself. That's when he said that. Well, there was a lot of bad. There was a lot of bad. Bad mojo on the set. I read that, mm-hmm. you know, they had they had to ship people to go to bathrooms. There no bathrooms yeah. in the set. But Costner was yeah. living in a five thousand dollar a night with a pool and a you know, someone cooking for him and all this stuff. And he had his hair 
digitally put Caroline in. digitally yeah. put in by the EFX guys. Yeah. So he didn't, you know, so he didn't look as balding as like, I don't know, he's all wet. I don't understand why that made a why that mattered. Um, well, you know, Reynolds he's strikingly he's strikingly handsome. I don't know why he needed to worry about that. Well, here's the thing. If you look at Reynolds' career, you know, as a director, I mean, previously he he didn't well, he directed Fandango too. And um he did Prince of Thieves which was not considered like, a, you know, it was a successful film, but not a monster. He followed up with Rapanoi about the building of those things on Easter Island. That was a flop. Um, Waterworld was a flop. Then he went to that much smaller film, one, one, one eight seven, And then he did, you know, then it was like five years he did that Count of Monte Cristo version, which was sort of like a... It was pretty good. I enjoyed that more than Waterworld. Yeah, but it was not a hit. And then he did Tristan and I Sold, which was not a hit. Then he... Then it's only been TV and Christian films, you know. So um, yeah, but he did he did Hatfields and McCoy with Costner, and that was a big hit on TV. Yeah, yeah but it's still it's TV. He did so he's known him back as far back as Fandango. Yeah, those two. So, eighty five, nineteen eighty. I I can't imagine a riff like that, and they're still working. I mean, you know, Hollywood's all about making money. So that, but Costner with these. Well, you look films, at it. Um, he did Waterworld with him in 1995. Hatfields and McCoy was in 2012. Well, because so they had the big years. rift with Robin Hood. They had a big rift during Robin Hood. Yeah. So everyone was kind of surprised that Reynolds would even do Waterworld. So I think that's why it was so much longer after that that they did something again. Because the other thing was Costner was rewriting it. You know, at one yeah. point they brought in Josh Whedon yeah. to no. do script doctoring, right? A week yeah. of script doctoring. He was there for seven weeks. Yeah, and, and he said they didn't use any hell. of his stuff. <laughs> yeah, seven weeks in Costner hell. wouldn't use any of his stuff. So I think that was part of. But you know, Costner's the guy. It's it's his name on it. It's it's all about he him. He sunk so, twenty two million dollars into it. His own money, right? right his own money. That's right. So, so I kind of get that, you know. But 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 Reynolds directed the majority of it. So I don't think that was Costner was directing a lot of. I think he was rewriting a lot of it. Like, it was his choice to be a jerk the entire movie. He didn't yeah. want to. Uh, That's what really hurt it. That's I, th- hurt. I think so. I think they could have done that without him being such a jerk. Because he was just so unlikable. Yeah. Too much. So when it changed, it, it was too quick. Like, well, when he comes up and he rescues her and says, she's my friend. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, I thought it was, you know, uh, the turn was too quick. I, I but think anyway. the turn is the uh, training montage. The, yeah, let's yeah. let's teach her to swim. Yeah, let's yeah. let's oh, yeah. develop a quick relationship training right. montage. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, yeah, no. what, what did you Wait, go ahead, Darcy. What did you guys think Sorry. was like that that made him such a jerk? Like, well, okay. So the, the, the first scene, the guy steals the lemons, right? Mm-hmm. Limes, and he does limes. this on the limes. It does that, so he knew the guy was going to yeah. get killed. So that's the first thing you see of him. He could have got him back without killing him. Of course he was like that. Yeah. Because he took his lime. blame him for getting his lime. Yeah, but how many limes were there in the world, John? I mean, come on. Yeah. Oh, so he he deserved to die. Yeah. Well, he did deserve to die, dude. (laughs) Fuck that guy. The Mariner doesn't. The Mariner doesn't trust anybody, right? Isn't that the point? Well, that was Isn't apparent that, from yeah. right away, yeah. Who else? Let's see. Who else did? Uh, Mad Max, same thing. Didn't trust anybody. <laughs> yeah, but, oh, he, was, but even Max was, was, he was quiet. He, I don't know. He was, like, even the, some of the dialogue uh, that he would say, the way he would say it, I just thought 
It's like he was doing accents too sometimes. sometimes yeah, it but he just changed too quick. I, I liked him better when he changed a little bit, but yeah. it was mm-hmm. just, it seemed a little too quick. I, mean, I, I cannot think he, he, see this movie. I cannot see this movie with a likable lead character in Kevin Costner's role. Like, what is he going to do? Be like, okay, take my line. Yeah, sure. Come on. I'll help you out. I mean, I'll no, waste my gas they, to drive you all... to the dry land. Okay. <laughs> also, this is like any Western that's ever been made. They're all reluctant heroes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like True Grit, that guy was kind story. of a douche too. And he turns into mm-hmm. a hero. They're reluctant heroes. Now, he never, he never got his big moment at the end because I guess in the extended cut, he wanted to go find more mutants, which we didn't know about except for him. I don't know why you're being so, sarcastic the way you're saying that, Ralph. Uh, sarcasm is a new thing now. But <laughs> the thing is... Ralph, I hear you're always out looking for mutants too. <laughs> I'd like to see one mutant. I'm looking for one. Um, okay. Everybody, lots of quotes in this movie. Oh, yeah. Give us your favorite quote. I don't care who starts. Please. Darcy, Mine is the guest. Speak right? well, well, Sean, okay. Darcy's first. What's your favorite quote? Well, I mean, the script was abysmal. So I... I <laughs> I'm having trouble thinking of a question. Oh, come on, Darcy. <laughs> Darcy. Everyone else should start. Okay. There are no quotes in this movie. Yes, there are. There's oh, a couple. <laughs> Dennis Hopper had a ton of them. I just don't remember. Yeah. Any. I mean, that's why I think, like, him, his character specifically, like, was so comical and just out there that I also have never really taken this movie as a serious Yeah. Uh, okay. So here's my favorite quote from Deacon. He's yeah. like a turd that won't flush. That's my favorite quote. Yeah, okay. yeah Dennis Hopper was in a different movie. Well, Dennis well, Hopper was being Dennis Hopper. May I say something about like a turd that won't flush? Uh, Aren't they okay. saving all their feces and everything to use as dirt to, to grow I, stuff in? Isn't that, what, isn't that what they were dumping the bodies into? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. That I think sounds like backstory. It's methane generation for fuel. John, you have a quote. I know you do because you've been doing it for a there, week. There's so many of them. My favorite is when he goes to the plate. Oh, pure dirt. I just love that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That pure guy. Dirt. That guy who's in all kinds of What are they going to do with that dirt? What are they going to do with that little thing of dirt? That's what I would make. Plant a tree? I don't know. Growth yeah. made so of many plants. Lines. Yeah. My favorite was, very romantic, I will breathe for you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay, that thing. How does she? Like, you're right. I was like, Kevin, why do you have a bubble thing if you have gills? How many bitches have you taken down? That's what I was wondering too. <laughs> I didn't even. And I didn't even think of that. That bubble thing doesn't need to be pressurized. You just float down and walk. I don't understand how that. By the way, works. that city was Denver. I don't know if you knew that or not. Is that Denver? Yeah. Uh, makes a mile high city. Yeah. It is. So and, so, and the land at the end was Mount Everest. Okay. Oh, you don't I, know that. Was that in the <laughs> director's cut? They go to a plaque. Sir Edmund Hillary climbed this. Oh, God. <laughs> um, I'm just telling. Now, here's, a, oh, here's one thing that I hate in this movie. One thing that I hate. Okay. Only one. Oh, yeah. My, the, but this, I don't know what it is, but this really bothers me. So at the end, they're on the D's. The deacon's up there with the microphone, mm-hmm. talking into the microphone to Kevin Costner. And Kevin Costner's talking like this. She's my friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you know what this is? Right? 
Yeah. And I'm thinking, how can how can this guy up there even Speak hear? Speak up! He doesn't even Speak raise up. his voice. But that scene, I loved. You, you, my friend, you're not going to do that because you're not that stupid. I thought that was great. Well, my favorite part of that is the dude down at the bottom of the thing. <laughs> thank, thank you. Thank God. Oh, thank God. Thank God. He's tired of living in the oil. Exactly. Tired of living in the oil. Yeah. Any other quotes? Um, Come on. I oh, liked. Uh, I liked when he dropped the thing in the in the oil gauge, and that one guy is like, "Oh, thank God." <laughs> that might have been my favorite scene. <laughs> we just said that. Where were you? Were you were you here with us? <laughs> we just we just said that. Okay. What about you guys? Nobody said dry land is a myth. How about well, he doesn't have a I name? So death can't find him. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, during that the montage. Scene. That scene was yeah. good, too, the way she was describing it. And the guy's getting yeah. all worked up. Yeah. I got a question. That was actually okay. probably my second favorite film and okay, scene so in the, the film se- where she's, like, freaking them out. Mm-hmm. Well, you didn't. So what about her taking her dress off and seeing the body double? I'm sure Al and Sean. Come on, Al and Sean. That was a body double. double. She picked Why? it, too. Because she wouldn't do nude in this one. She did yeah. nude in all these other ones, but not this Basic one. Basic Instinct, she was uh, pretty yeah. open to stuff. But that's well, a body double. My issue with that scene is that she's wearing a corset. And then when she goes to take off her clothes, all she does is slip a shoulder off and the whole thing falls off. That's all. Yeah, that's, you know, what's a, I was thinking the same thing. She yeah. may have had a single that, That's exactly what I was thinking. Going, you know, that does what's a, well, Darcy, how do we take a corset off? <laughs> There's a lot of laces involved. Oh, really? You got to untie yeah. it from the back or something? No, it's not even untying. You have to like, so putting a corset on takes a really long time. Taking it off can take longer. Well, it depends because like wow. sometimes there's like buttons in the front too. You, it's not just going to fall off. Ralph, let's just, just, Ralph, don't pretend like you don't know. All right, please. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I mean, come on. Ralph, you've had like 10 wives. None of them have wore uh, corsets before. Who said that? I didn't say that, Ralph. We have an audience out there. An audience oh. who wants to know this stuff. Oh, my God. Well, link for me, to a, YouTube, for, link to a the video people, about it. It's for the four people who watch us other than us. Well, that's who that's for. Shouldn't you in the future wear less complicated clothes? I mean, you could die. You could be. This is what drives me crazy about these movies is they're in the same clothes for I don't know how many weeks were they floating on the water. Number one Two, the helicopter whirly bird guy finds them. Just at the right time. Because they oh, burn I the mean, boat. I mean, you got to suspect. He finds the, he finds the I can sus- LDs on a I can jet bike. I mean, come on. Right. I can suspend a little disbelief, but not all of it. That's all No, I'm he says when he you know finds what I them, did he's like. like oh, what? what, Hassan? Oh, no, no. Continue, Darcy. Oh, uh, that, that scene where the, the balloon finds them. He's like, you guys are so smart to burn your boat. Otherwise, I never would have found That's you. That's right. I forgot about that. Oh, I must have missed so that. Oh, here's soul. another thing. Here's another so tidbit from the director's cut that you guys will hate. Oh, good. Do you remember when he went back to the, when they had their little atoll after the balloon picked him up? Mm-hmm. And then right from there, he went to get her? Yeah. Well, in the original cut, he doesn't do that. He leaves on his own, goes back to his beat up boat. That's mm-hmm. when he picks up the National Geographic and looks at the other picture, then goes mm-hmm. back to the atoll and decides he's going to get her. Yeah, that seems totally unnecessary. Well, but it was to show that he was being a jerk. He just wanted to get away. But when he went back to the boat and saw her picture, 
that's when he decided I have to go back and get her. So she saw no, dry land. No, it's because land he realized. No, it's because he realized she, her visions and the stuff that she's been drawing is stuff from dry land. That's right. That's so when he like, said oh, she's right. I remember Jeannie Trapplehorn said she draws whatever she sees. Right. Mm-hmm. So wait a minute. Was it a vision or did she see that dry land? She well, she remembered it. She, she remembered it from being a kid. That was her home. Yeah. That, oh, so she was, there she was humming with her music box. Right. Yeah. Here's the. Oh, thing. that's right. What music? That? <laughs> the music that box is kind of I saw she yeah. cranked it. I saw okay. It. Now here, what here's I didn't something like, that bothered me, but Hassan whoa, first. Wait, <laughs> you what first? I didn't like was uh, the tattoo had like Asian characters on on it, and this is somewhere she grew up or like was born. And John just said it was like Mount Everest, but she's white. Well, but but I wondered when someone about, was going like, to play the race card. That it's Portuguese Greek they're speaking, and that like you know, because like whoever's left is just like whoever's left. So I think all the right. languages are getting combined. Everyone who was left is just like mixing together. Like the the people on Everest wouldn't have been the only people left. Like, and that wouldn't have. I don't know. She's white, but I don't know. Wait, is she? Is, so, is she not Triple Horn's daughter? No, yeah. no. she don't look much like her. Own? Here's something that really bothered me about this film at the end. You can okay. tell it's a writer that's never met a human being before because, um, okay, they go there. They find the two dead bodies in there. Those are her parents. So, oh. yeah, so they get in there because she opens the music box. It was her music box. Mm-hmm. They, and they're like, they must have sent her away when they realized they were dying. So they have the two dead parents there laying in the bed. And what does she go to? She doesn't go, Mom, Dad. It's like, oh, my. You know, she goes to the music box. And then they run out and leave her in there with the dead bodies. With the what, did they, what did they die of? What was that? Uh, we don't know. of breath. Yeah. <laughs> what did they Hard die? Arrhythmia. That's, that's actually your backstory. I'd like to know that, why they're in Mount Everest. That's actually not funny now. You can't do shortness of breath jokes anymore. Okay? Yeah. Those days Too are over. Soon. Too, Too soon. Too soon. They did. So wait, 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 wait. Wait, you guys are blown. Those were her parents that were laying there? Yeah. 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 That was her place. They had the maps. They were making the maps on paper before they tattooed her with it. Well, it, you know what? It's absolutely not going to change my rating, but it's interesting. I'm not going to change my rating. You thought Gene Kimmel was the mother, so I want to know if you saw the movie, Ralph. I, I did see yeah, the movie. I didn't know she was. You were watching it in the car on your radio. Yeah, I think so. No, that's <laughs> your move. That is not my. At least move. Hassan admits move. when he doesn't watch a movie. <laughs> no, yeah. no, I watched the whole thing, but I, I never, I never put. Those don't you remember the line? Out. You don't much look like her. I'm not her mother, if that's what you're asking. Oh, they yeah, said that. She goes, but you act yeah. like her mother. Right. That might have been when I went up to get my Cheez-Its. <laughs> well, see, that changes the whole movie for you now. I'm looking. Yeah, well, <laughs> actually, it doesn't. Um, I have one question. Uh, the guy, the security guy, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who ends up with them yeah. on the Whirlybird, right? Yeah. He had a kid that he was running around with during the Atoll attack. Mm-hmm. Where'd that kid go? It wasn't his. Kid. Kid. It wasn't was his? It? No. Just a kid that needed protection at that time. Did all you all the children are dead. I don't remember that. Yeah. They got blown apart by that machine gun they were uh, spraying through the Atoll. That was okay, a great so- scene. He did. Why is that cousin still shooting? (laughs) Hey, did you see Jack Black? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Good. He He was was a pilot. He was the airline. He was a pilot. He was a pilot. Oh, okay. Plane. 
And the guy, Kim Coates. Kim Coates. Kim Coates. Paper, 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 paper. The guy, the crazy dude that they paper. Yeah. He ends up killing. Was, that was great. Yeah. But that's when Kelly like started like, to turn, uh, right? When he came, he let her, let him down there with her, and then changed his mind, and that's yeah. when things started to change. Yeah, but he waited too long because well, if I'd have gone true. down with her, it would have already been over. <laughs> well, that was me. It probably would have been over before we got down. Yeah, that's you know what I mean. That's your problem. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> that's your problem. They say there's pills that will help me. Yeah. But, yeah. But all right. Well. Anything else we want to add to enhance yeah. the? Well, go ahead, Al. I hear Al ready to. What was that? Do you I think like this, the... this movie looked too clean. Like I feel like it should have looked grittier than it was. I mean, I understand that it's like water, so yeah. technically things will be clean, but it just it should have been grittier somehow. I don't know the smoker, the whole smoker. They were all disgusting. And should have been grittier. I don't know. And they were eating smeat. Did you see that? Instead of spam, it was smeat. I do when, I... They, all the, when he throws the cans. They, down. Yeah. They blew all the budget. They couldn't license the spam label from uh, yeah. the company. Well, you, I don't know if you know this or not, but the Atoll <laughs> <are you? laughs> the, the uh, got sunk in a hurricane, and they had to rebuild it. That's that that the extended, that that the extended like version. That sounds like million there. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's in real life. Yeah. Re- remember Premiere Magazine? I love Premiere Magazine. Yeah, they did a huge, I have the Premiere Premiere. They had a huge layout of that, and they explained yeah. that. It was $5 bucks to build it. It sunk during the hurricane. And they had to rebuild it. So that was yeah. Part they couldn't of the get enough. The budget went up. They couldn't but, get enough sheet metal to build that thing. They had to import sheet metal from all over the place. I, it was. I think it was a pretty impressive set. Yeah. Well. Yeah. It was very and his boat. There were two. That boat boats. was the. That boat was super the boat cool. was the star of the movie. So cool. That atoll was a pretty imp- impressive erection yeah. that they built there. That they erected. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, well, the money was definitely on the screen. It's not like you know the money. You didn't see the money. It was all up there with all yeah. the stunts and. Uh, what do you call the the skidoos? What do you call those things? Those jet, skis. Jet, skis. Jet, skis. jet skis. You know, I I went jet skiing. After we that skidoos. Do all those things, so we couldn't do all. <laughs> well, I don't know how they can stay underwater. Those things aren't. Can they be underwater? Jet I don't skis? think they. I don't think jet skis will operate underwater. No, but they. If, uh, if I remember right, they had. They would go up. There was something tethering it down. Yeah, yeah rope, and they cut thing, the rope. Yeah, but I don't think the engine down. of a jet ski would work underwater. Yeah, that I That's don't what I'm know. Saying. It's you know, but I guess again, you have to I don't disbelief. picture guys with gills behind their ears either. So I guess well, I could I could suspend my disbelief for that. Yeah, there was only one guy with gills. We didn't know about anybody that else. you know of. In the well, extended you version, too. Well. Look, look at what a sellout it is. You know, they didn't want all these gills on his necks because then he wouldn't be such a romantic hero. So a little gill behind the ear that you wouldn't have to look at, so you could still sing. Yeah, I'd have sex with that thing. I'm not going to lie. It was quite sexy back there. That Kevin Costner knows how to skills. Yeah. Were you into the web toes? Go ahead, Darcy. What? Web toes. Yeah, those were not done well. They were gross. No, they were not good. No, the the web toes? No. Yeah, they were gross. (laughs) I, I do, like, I also still enjoy the commentary on humanity through this, too. Just, like... You know, the world is shot. Everyone's living in water. That's not how humans are supposed to live. And still, you see a mutant and you want to kill it. Still, we have a whole sect of people on this oil tanker that are just like, progress, progress. We do whatever we want. We just want to consume, blah, blah, blah. And so, I mean, I thought it was like, I don't know. I well, you, good... you looked into it much deeper than I did. <laughs> wow. I hate people that want to consume all the time. But for me, that's <laughs> self-loathing. So. 
Well, I mean, again, bad guys were smokers and they just like smoked all the time. Like, I thought smokers meant something like more meaningful than just like they just like they're a barbecue. No, but they're 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 machines smoke. They're machines everywhere. Yeah, the machines put out smoke. I got that. It was a double. Like, it's a double message. They were smoking all the time. Like they didn't he gave have cigarette. smoking cigarettes all the time. How are they that, like, the cigarettes? Smoking, bad for the pollution, smoke, all that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So this, I imagine like now, in those days, the skies would have been clear because there wasn't a lot of carbon being thrown into the thing. You know, a couple of boats. The Valdez was sitting there with all that oil. Mm-hmm. Now, isn't there a whole thing in the extended how they refined that oil? Yes. Yeah. Boy, we should watch that one. Yeah, how they I make, their, how they make your ammunition. Kill me now. What? I, I would certainly want to see that. I would love to spend twenty minutes watching that. I, I was just the, it just provides more backstory, and apparently that's what you all wanted. How can the valley no, even hold oil when it lost? You know, wasn't the hull penetrated when <laughs> it uh, spilled all the oil in the eighties? Oh, wait a. Way to kill the movie, man! I didn't even think. <laughs> yeah, of that. man, that's Ow. the one that did it. That did it. The now you sold. Now you sold it. All right, here we go. <laughs> okay, we're gonna do the ratings now. Okay, this is pass want, fail now. It's this is you know you know how we do. We used to do yellow barrels, but we changed that. So Darcy, you can start. See the yippee ki yay or yippee ki nay. Yippee ki yay. Ugh. Sean. <laughs> John or John? Yippee. Sean. Yippee ki yay in the weakest possible terms. Whoa. <laughs> you can't Surprise quantify it. <laughs> it's one or the other. All right, Al. Uh, I got to go yippee ki nay. I expected that. A song? Uh... If it was a solid 90 minutes, it would be a yippee ki yay, but since it drags on for two hours, it's a yippee ki nay. <laughs> too long, too long. Okay. That's a, yeah, I hear that. That was very long. Uh, I'm going to give it a yippee ki yay. I thought it was a fun ride, and uh, I rented it. I'm probably going to watch it again. John, before you go, was this a – I'm sorry. Was this a summer movie? Yeah, July. July. Yeah. So this is a summer blockbuster? Yeah. Oh, it was a summer movie. It was supposed to be. I know it wasn't a blockbuster, but it was it was scheduled yeah. to be that. Okay. Yeah. And what's Very your rating? Well, I think you know what my rating is. It's a resounding yippee ki yay. Wow. <laughs> All right. Al. Al stole. Al stole my. Oh no, it's me. Al stole my thunder. I'm gonna go yippee ki. Eh. And I'm gonna I'm gonna steal a quote from another podcast I listened to. Not great. Didn't hate. Okay. <laughs> now, it's not a great movie, but I can watch Kevin Costner shave, and it's it make it's make. What about shots when the boats against the moon against the oh, that's sun? What are those beautiful shots? All the stuff yeah. with his his boat, all that stuff they're doing, all the stunts he's doing, where he's spinning around on the ropes and all that. I thought that was all well done, very physical, and uh, it looked great. But as far as the movie, Falcon. Little Millennium yeah. Falcon. Well, he uh, it's again. You got uh, you got that vibe going. Yeah. Right, anti-hero. But again, he never mm-hmm. turned likable. Did he turn likable? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. He did. He did. Plus, those I, girls were really annoying. Like for someone who no, lived by himself for a really long time, like they really fucked up his shit right I agree. off the bat. I agree with that. <laughs> I know yeah. she's shooting arrows. She shouldn't have when shot. When he gets flung yeah. off the ship, right? Yeah. <laughs> that was great. She's <laughs> drawn all over the place. That little girl's yep. drawn all over the place. What a thank pain. God! Yeah. Right, you should have. He threw her off, but they, they had a rescuer. I guess you know. Now that you guys say that, he should have thrown her off the boat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
They deserve it. Tell me what it is. He should have went through with that deal and got those pieces of paper too. Exactly. What is the deal with cutting hair? Does that what is that? It's biblical. I thought he was going to use the hair to fix his rope. That's what I thought too. I thought he would use the hair to fix. Here's that. Can I say one thing that bothered me? They were constantly throwing stuff. You can finish yours. They're throwing Mm. stuff away all the time. Like when they cut loose of those ropes. Those ropes, Mm. you know how difficult it would be to make another rope? Mm -hmm. You know, and they're always cutting ropes and they're just letting them stay in the water. You would kill for rope if you were back in those, you know, not back in those days. Yeah. Future (laughs) those days. Sorry, Hassan. Could you continue? No, 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 I agree. Okay. No, no, no. Oh, the throwing the stuff away. Yeah. Oh, you know, there's another uh, another Kevin Reynolds story when he was up that one shot where he was up on the mast, mm-hmm. and you had the helicopter shot. Well, apparently the helicopter got way too close to Costner when he was up there, to the point that he thought he was going to die, and mm-hmm. then the boat went John off Landis by itself, style. and they had to go after it. So he was up there for two hours, and that thing was rocking back and forth. That was another thing that caused a big rift between him and Reynolds. Yeah, well, I bet you Reynolds did it on purpose. Uh, have you guys seen? Have you guys seen that show on Shutter? The uh, the the uh, cursed movies. No, yeah, that but show I sucks. That. You don't Shutter? like it? No. I oh, I did the whole. They did a whole Twilight Zone. Oh, very. They interviewed the guy did, who built the sets. He was very upset. Did you see the Exorcist? Shutter. Yeah. One? I I hate that they're using these like. Like for the Exorcist one, they they brought on a exorcist who's like just uh, you know, yeah, no, the exorcist religious the guys zone. who rip people yeah. off. Mm. You well, know the what I liked? Zone was pretty good. The one about the I loved Eddie Murphy had a you know after he worked with John Landis on American Vampire in Brooklyn, and they asked and they had a rift on that film, and they said, "So what do you think about working with John Landis?" He's like, "Vic Morrow will work with him again before I do." <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> Right. Ouch. Um, I don't know yeah. what I mean. I have no. Um, Vic Morrow got killed on the set of The Twilight Zone. He got, he got, uh, he got decapitated. He got decapitated yeah. by he and two kids, children. Right? Two decapitated by helicopters. Yeah, and yeah, John Landis sad. never had to uh, go to jail or anything. No, he laughed his way through it. Yep. He you did know, not laugh. He, he was, no, no. Watch the show on Shutter. He didn't laugh his way through it. Yes. He, he went he, to he, all. He went to all the funerals. Yeah, he still killed. He's no, 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 but he was joking around. I understand. I understand. And uh, what they did was wrong, but he didn't laugh through all of that. Anyway, watch it and you'll see. Um, it was all PR. What's Shutter? It's Shutter a is horror, another streaming horror, horror, horror streaming, streaming service. service. Um, so, I just threw out their name, and you know, maybe we'll get some sponsorship. Who knows? Joe, Joe Bob <laughs> is sure on there. I'm sure they're watching no, right like season two. Harry's razor blades, and what's the uh, Audible? <laughs> If you're going to throw out throw out things that they oh. sponsor podcast, you know what? The only thing that's you know the only thing that's gotten me through this shaving has been Harry's. There you, you know? go. And Squarespace. <laughs> I'm sure I've been using Squarespace to do my website and make money. Well, I have to admit, Darcy made me feel guilty that uh, this meant something to her parents. This actually was a meaningful movie for her. Um, but I'm glad you brought it. I hope you enjoyed your time with the group here i did this is great we enjoyed talking about the film thanks for picking this movie yeah Yeah. john loves you really big i do i love this movie i'm so excited we should watch it together one day the director's cut because i haven't seen it oh (laughs) got three hours you want to spend so much backstory darcy it's unbelievable john you need to understand i don't like backstory 
I can't stand like when we were talking about in uh, uh, taking the film. One, two, three. Bring the milk home. Make sure you pick up the milk before you come home. That kind of backstory. You don't don't need that. Don't need it. I just want to know what's. But this one, I need it a little bit. Not gonna lie. Yeah, that's just me. I wanted to know. They only ever showed this ear. I wanted (laughs) to know if he had gills on both ears. Because that's two mutations. One ear would be one mutation. Well, what about the web? Is it a mutation or is it an adaptation? Yeah. Well, we'll have to do that. It has to be a mutation because we don't have enough time for an actual adaptation. Yeah, Yeah, but what mutation would infer that something happened, right? A nuclear thing or something. Adaptation would be they they evolved because of the water. Mm -hmm. Well, that's what Gregor explained. Gregor explained. Wait, who's Gregor? Gregor is uh, the whirly bird guy. Michael Jeter. Michael Jeter. Yeah. How did he explain it? He said that uh, uh, there's, he said the Mariner said, there's no one else like me. And he goes, poppycock. uh, uh, People would adapt to this land. Now you're not the only one. He said that when he was in the cage. Okay. So he said adaptation. Everybody else said mutation. Right. Yeah. Mutation implies that something happened. Well, I don't, I think they use. No, no, no. Mutation can happen in your genes. It doesn't, it's like that mutation actually means like, your gene just like has a fluke or a blip. So suddenly you have something different that hasn't been seen before that you don't know where it came from. I'm just going to say this right now. Darcy is too smart for this podcast. Yeah. Okay. Too smart. I just, I'm just an anthropology major. We can. Oh, really? (laughs) Kidding me? Dang. What the hell? Unbelievable. We're we're in trouble. We're in trouble. She's too impressive for this crew. So now, we're going to do this again next week, everybody. I'm going to say this so everybody hears this. Same time next week. Understood? Uh, did we pick a movie yet? We have picked a movie. What's the movie? The movie, the movie Smokey and the Bandit. Okay, I'm going to try to get a guest for us, okay? Starring my original man Are you going to get Burt Reynolds, Reynolds, John? No, I can't that'd get that. Be, that'd be get us, Burt Reynolds. Get us, Burt Reynolds. Maybe I we can get him to go. Hey, Sally Field is still available. And I asked her to my junior prom. Okay. I had pictures of you her are in the baseball wallet. hall. I was obsessed. Did you tweet it were you one of the flying nuns? No, I was obsessed with her from Smokey and the Bandit. Oh. Fell in love with her. Cute. Oh, my God. Yes. You know, my wife hasn't seen that movie, so it'll be great watching it. Again. Okay, well, that's the movie we'll do next week. Talk about the 70s, man. Oof, Who dude. brings that? I'll, I'll bring that to the table. Are and you going to rip the laser disc for us? All six sides? I, no, I have a, I have another version which is only a flipper, one flip. Oh, is there a director's on, cut available? No, I think I have it on uh, uh, DVD as well. But you can rent that one. Everybody spend the three dollars and rent. That's got to be free on on one of the streams. It's, it's all over the place. But that'll be our next one. That's a beautiful '70s snapshot right there. That'll be great. So, again, Darcy, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thank you. You did a great job. Yeah, I hope you, you enjoyed your time <laughs> in the barrel here. Um, and I'll see you guys all next week. And whoever else Yay. we bring, Wojo probably yeah. back next week. Sean, will you tell her? Yes, I will tell her. And I'll try to get us a guest, somebody. He was not in the movie, but he's a comedian I met who is on one of the shows on one of the networks. What's his, what's his connection to? Um, uh, he's just from the South. And I told him I was going to do it. Oh. wanted to do a Burt Reynolds tribute. And, not um, Gator? No. <laughs> I can't remember whether he wanted to see, he said, recommended doing Smokey and the Bandit or Deliverance. 
Those oh. are two for different films with different. Oh times. yeah, I mean, both both hits, both good. But the one film we really have to watch with Burt Reynolds is The Longest Yard. Because oh, I hear there's some movie. people who've only seen the Adams. Oh. Wait a minute, there's one. Wait, I, one hundred percent one at the Paul Crew. Yeah, great movie. Yeah. He Green also did Paternity. Yeah. So everybody knows. Yeah. Another class. So, okay, cool. All right, fellas, ladies. Darcy, thank you very much. Everybody stay safe. Stay safe, and uh, we'll see you next week, okay? See you next week. Bye, Bye guys. Dry land is a myth. Yeah. <laughs> I knew there was a quote.